spanning the Valley of the Sun and all across the 48th state. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, happy, happy Wednesday. So, kid goes to a private school. Small school, under 100 kids. They want to play football. There's a new bill out there that uh, they're trying to pass that would say, hey, if you go to a small school, one that maybe doesn't have sports, that you'll be able to go to a public school and play sports there. So you're you're going to a private school in Arizona. Yeah. And let's say they don't have a baseball team. Yeah. Well, they've only got like 60 students. Okay. Right. This bill would allow the person in a private school to go to a public school and play Yeah, and participate baseball. in sports. Yeah. Well, first of all, why do we need that bill? I'm not really sure. Um, do you like that? It's interesting. Like, what if you are being homeschooled? Okay. Right? Should you be allowed to play sports? I think in some places... I pla- think th- you already can. You already can. I think so, too. Yeah, so, homeschool. you know, uh, uh, I, I don't I don't have a problem with it. I'll tell like you what's going to happen. Okay. They're going to recruit the heck out of these kids that are uh, these small places. To, hey, come play for us. Isn't this all like the school choice thing? And again, we're talking about school choice. Isn't Doesn't this yeah. go into that? So let me get it straight. If I if I send my kid to public school, uh, there's a chance that my kid could start could could go and, and play on the basketball team. Yeah. Uh, but end up not making the team because someone from another private school is taking his or her spot. Yeah. Why would I like that if I'm if I'm sending my kid to public school? Uh, I'm not liking that. You know, uh, you have school choice. If you if you send your kid to a private school, but your kid likes baseball, but they don't have a baseball school, send your kid to another private school that has a baseball school. Don't take a spot from somebody else at public school. And what if they took their voucher money? It probably would. I mean, because that would have gone into the public school system. But now you've taken your money and taken it elsewhere. Well, here's another. Yeah, here's another question. All right, if I'm a public school kid, can I go and can I go and use the stuff from a private school? Let's say I'm in public school. You know what? There's all this school choice. Well, they, have really, to, they have to pay to be on the I team. Li- I like that math teacher over in the private school. Uh, I want my kid to get that math teacher in the private school. You know what, though? If I'm if I'm in public school, I'm using this. And if you really feel that your school's great, why aren't you recruiting these kids to come here full time? Some of these kids are like, I don't want to go to the school. It's only got 22 kids. Maybe. You know, one lady says, uh, she's Tucson parents who, who supports the bill, said parents who don't send their kids to public schools still pay property tax to support the local district. Mm-hmm. Those taxes help pay for the school sports facility, regardless of whether a family has a child enrolled there. That's true. And all those people who don't have any kids. Mm-hmm. And still pay property tax, taxes. So you like it? Yeah, I don't. I don't have a problem with it. But it has to be under a hundred. Under a hundred kids. Under a kid. So if you've got, you know, if like my kids go to a private school, there's maybe twenty five kids. Okay. Right. Well, if I'm in a public school, and the private school has a great art program and they do plays and dances, can I send my kid from public school to the private school? The private good, school's not going to let me do that. That's a good... good. But they're uh, not going to let me do that. No, maybe not. So why is it okay if you are in private school, you can use everything from a public school, but if you're in but public you school, to, here's the thing, you they can have use to pay nothing for from it. a private school. They have to pay for all the... Where the kids don't have to pay. So if you go play football, you have to pay for all the stuff, the uniform, you got to pay for everything. You, th- that's, that's one of the costs you have to eat up. Hmm. Uh, so... Uh, well, I mean, again, will it pass? I don't know. And again, it has to be under a hundred. Uh, uh, I, I don't think it's needed, and I don't like the idea anyway. Mm, yeah. So, how about uh, 
we talk about the Phoenix Suns not going to the playoffs. Well, they are going to the playoffs, but this is not about them going to the playoffs. Uh, the Phoenix Suns, remember the the whole thing with Robert Sarver and how uh, there was uh, racist and sexist behavior, uh, and he was part of that? Yes. Is the new Suns owner now kind of involved in this kind of thing? Because there's a report that came out today from Bloomberg, and it doesn't say that Matt Ishbia was part of it. But it was his company yeah. that may have played into this alleged behavior. So if you're the CEO of a company, you're the head of a company, and there's stuff going bad like under you and you don't know about it. You've lost institutional control? Yeah. Well, I'm sure he knew guys were partying. That's one of the big things. There was a lot of partying going on. So it was a mortgage. He owned the largest largest mortgage firms, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So... And he's a billionaire, and he bought the Suns and all that. But what about his mortgage company? Now there's an allegation that uh, former and current employees complained of racial disparities and sexual harassment and bullying by managers. By managers, not him. Right. Isn't the question, what did he know? That's the big thing. If it never got to him, right? So, you know, he's up at the top, right? And they've got 25 HR people and 70 different, you know, I'm sure diversity, equity, and inclusion managers. If it never arrives at you, right. how can you be blamed for something? Well, like some of the stuff is like people partied at like Top Golf and they were holding parties at their house. Was he there? Did he, you know, if you go party on your own time, how can I be responsible for that? Well, Sarver was involved in the misconduct. That's the other side of it. That's the thing. Came out of his mouth. Came out of his mouth. He said certain things. He behaved certain ways. And he had to sell the Suns. So he sold it to Matt Ishbia. And so this is a guy who's run, obviously, businesses. He's a billionaire. Um, you know, and now he's got the Phoenix Suns. But it, it's it's the age-old question. If you, if you kind of hear and you know that this stuff is going on with harassment, but, you know, your comfort, he's prof- profitable, do you... Do you, are you one of those guys who just says, "I'm just going to let it. I want to let it go." I'm not saying that's what he did, but did he did he not know anything? Yeah, you know, and it's it was I can tell you know reading about like the the way that they were talking about the partying the the they were a hard driving think of Wolf of Wall Street kind of thing where they're pushing hard. Guys are young, they're making a ton of money, they're partying hot. Is it a frat boy? Yeah, probably is a bit of a frat boy kind of thing. Cocaine parties, yes. And- that's what we're saying. So do you think he has to come out and say something? Because the allegation... He'll uh, probably address it and say, yeah. look, uh, you know what? Uh, they they vetted, NBA vetted me, and uh, this is stuff that never got to me kind of thing, blah, blah. I, you know, I don't think it's I, I don't think it's a big deal because he's not named as one of these people. Boy, I, And former employees are tough to get a real read on when you think about the facts. Well, why'd you work there for 10 years? So like we were talking about Michael Bidwell, the owner of the yeah. Cardinals. There's two people who were in close contact with him, worked a lot. One was a COO. Another guy was like a VP of personnel. And those two guys have now come out and said, well, Michael Bidwell's the worst owner. He's terrible. He's he's this, that, and the other thing. He, he treated uh, a pregnant woman poorly. He, yeah. he, he treated a black person poorly. And it's coming from two people who were either fired or the Cardinals moved on from. Yeah. So do I know that Michael Bidwell did that? I don't know if he did it. I have no idea. I haven't heard any current employees come out and say stuff. No, no, because they don't want to get fired. If you're a current employee, you're not going to say anything unless you really want to, you well, know, if you're going to come up. stuff, you're going to whistleblow something. Right. 
Whistleblowing, by the way, it, it pays well because then you go and get fired. There's you retaliation. They right. settle with you out of court. The Michael Bidwell story, I don't think there's much in. I don't think so either. Uh, now that I look at the Matt Ishbia story, there's not enough information that says he did anything wrong. Yeah. But his company may have been involved in, you know, not a very pleasant place to work. And you can't have that. I mean, if he knew it, he should have blown out a bunch of people. If he did? If he knew. If he did. It, did it get to him? That's the big question. All right. Coming up right now, it's time for Five Spot. We're opening up the phones at 277-KTAR. We want uh, two Republicans, two Democrats, and an independent. And the question you're going to get is rate Governor Hobbs on her first 100 days in office. 277-5827. Today is the 100th day. We're going to ask you to grade her. You know, A, B, C, D, or F. Incomplete? Uh, no incomplete. you got to okay. pick. I, okay. I think that's fair. Right. You know, grade Governor Hobbs on her first 100 days. Five spot. 277-5827. Uh, let's hear from you. Coming up next. And Chad. Brought to you by Parker and Sons. Heating, cooling, plumbing, and electrical. A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. All right, five spot. We put you on the spot. Got a new story everybody's talking about right at this time every single afternoon. 100 days in office for our governor. Grade her. We got two Republicans online, two Democrats online. We took uh, one independent. That'll make five. All right, here we go. Right. Uh, Lorena in Phoenix. Give her a grade. Are you Republican or Democrat or Independent? Go to the next. Oh, I give her a C. All right, Zachary, and surprise, Zachary, uh, uh, give us a grade here. Uh, I would probably. I mean, it's hard to rate after a hundred days, but I'd probably give her a B. Okay. A B. Are okay. you Republican, Democrat, Independent? Uh, Democrat. Okay. okay. Why? Why a B? What does she deserve to get a B? I mean, it's hard to say an A already, but no. uh, the, the reason I would say a B, I mean, she's brought some, um, you know, emphasis on the border, bringing, you know, hopefully federal, federal agencies over the border, uh, vetoed some interesting bills that has come from the House, as well as, um, I don't know, I'm kind of tossed up on the, the holding of the death penalty piece. Um, I think it, uh, I, I'm one of those. I, I think you hit some of those. I think yeah, those are I the th big ones. I think those are absolutely the big ones. Uh, Eric and Gilbert, uh, grade the governor. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to have to say we're looking at maybe a C at best. And okay. You're Republican, uh, Democrat, or independent? I, I lean more towards Republican. Okay. Um, I don't, I'm not real happy that she uh, vetoed that bill today on um, declaring the. Uh, cartel as a terrorist group because I feel like that's what they need to be declared as. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, you know, the death penalty thing, you know, I mean, that's upset a lot of people. I feel like she's doing some stuff with immigration, but she's got a lot of work to have her yet. Yeah. All right. Appreciate your call. Uh, last one. We're going to squeeze in real quick. Martin in Phoenix. Martin, uh, give the governor a grade. A D at best. A D. Republican, D, Democrat, D or a B? D as in David. Okay, and you're Republican, Democrat, Independent? Uh, Independent-leaning uh, Republican. Yeah, can, why don't you like what she's done? What's the one thing you, that, that makes you sour on her? She's, 
she has vetoed too many bills already. She, I mean, in, in the first hundred days, she vetoed more bills than more bills than Governor Ducey and and the prior governor and Jen Brewer. And and you know, she's she's a social worker, and she's going to do the tax and spend, and she is going to undo a lot of things that Governor Ducey has done for the last eight years. Which bill did you and not? Which, which bill did you not like that she vetoed? You know, it, it's uh, you don't know the number a number of the bills. I don't remember a number okay. right now, but I, I get a number of the bills okay. that he's recently. But you can't pick one. Uh, well, I sure, and well, not not at the moment. But okay. certainly, you think about the death the death penalty. That's ta- that's terrible. Yeah. I mean, the poor guy wants to get wants to die. <laughs> well, he just the like, poor guy. Well, first of all, that he's, is, he's not a poor guy. He's a murderer. Uh, second of all, you know what? If he does, listen, I want him to die too. Yeah. But uh, this is more punishment keeping him alive. Actually, listen, Martin, I get it. You know, she's vetoed too many bills. You couldn't give me one bill. Not one. Here's the thing. Uh, a lot of people voted for her to veto a lot of these bills. Yeah. That's that's one of the reasons why she is our governor. I mean, there were a, a portion of Republicans who were told, don't vote for the Republican candidate. So they didn't. Yeah. And then they voted for Hobbs. And then there was a portion of independents who said, listen, I don't really like either of these two, but I'm not going to vote for chaos. I'm well, going to. What I'm, would you give her? Um, I'd probably give her a B. I like that she's gone to the border three times. Um, anyone is better than Carrie Lake. But is she going to be a good governor? I don't know that. Again, my pick was Robeson. That's the one yeah. I wanted. Yeah. But but it, I, I hate to say this. As long as it's not Lake, I'm pretty happy. Because Arizona would have changed drastically. It's a possibility. With, with, with her at the head and a very far-right MAGA legislature. And guess what? That ain't the people of Arizona. We're very independent. We're very purple. Uh, is, is Governor Hobbs going to be good? I don't know. I don't know. But I'm just glad that there's not someone else, there's a, there's not that other woman that's sitting in there. I could tell you that I'm pretty happy about that. But it doesn't mean that we have someone that's great. No, no. I think I think Robeson was great. I think she would have done. An I think amazing she was great. Job. Uh, but we didn't get there. No, we didn't get there. All right, what would you give her? I think I'd give her maybe a C minus D plus. She hasn't done an, the 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 death penalty is one thing. Hate, it. Hate that. Uh, the going to the border, it, it's a good look. But have you done anything for real? Mm. But those things are going to take some time. Right. Uh, I would like to hear more of what exactly she's all uh, about. So far, I don't think she's undone a lot of Ducey stuff because I think she realizes, uh, you know, the tax and spend side of stuff is, is isn't going to work the way that she wants. So you know, still too early in the in the game to see. But we'll find out. You know, over time. Yeah. All right. Coming up next, there was supposed to be some big announcement from Arizona Superintendent of Public Instruction. Uh, This was hot garbage. This was supposed to be a big day. We were told yesterday, massive announcement coming about your kids and your school. And it was kind of, I don't know what to call it. Yeah. We'll talk about it next. The hottest ticket in town. Hottest. All right, here we go. It's time ticket. for the hottest ticket town. qualifier. Jeremy, I can't pronounce the last name you read it. All right, hold on. Why do you give me this. something I can't pronounce in Korea. there? Jeremy Correa. All, right. All right, I'll read the rest of it. Uh, 
uh, Jeremy Carrillo, as I was saying, from Phoenix. You have 10 minutes to call 602-277-5827 to qualify for a chance at tickets to Game 1 this Sunday to see the Suns dump all over the Clippers. Take on the mighty Clippers. If uh, Jeremy uh, Carrillo does not call within 10 minutes, we will open up the lines to someone else. Uh, if you didn't hear your name, you can still qualify by texting TICKET to 411923 and listen for your name tomorrow at 7 a.m., 11 a.m. and with us in the 4 o'clock hour. Once again, Jeremy Carrillo. Our tickets are better, right? Like there everybody else gets tickets where you got to stand outside. Yeah. We're giving away tickets where you get to go inside and watch the game. Right. Like uh, Jim and Jamie's tickets, nosebleed. Broomhead, he got, he got, there's a ticket, you sit in the can in the bathroom. That's right. That's how bad that ticket Our is. ticket, you get to play. That's right. You get to throw, you know, you get to shoot free throws with KD. Just don't trip him up in the middle say, of the Don't let practice. him hurt himself. All right, Jeremy uh, Carrillo, go ahead and do your thing. All right, so uh, yesterday we got word there was going to be a big announcement from uh, our close personal friend, Tom Horn. Tom loves us. Loves Can't us. Can't get enough of our show. He absolutely loves us. He's called us juvenile delinquents, which, by the way, uh, what is he, a thousand years old? Who calls anybody a juvenile delinquent? <laughs> you he's, guys are crazy, he's juvenile Arizona, delinquent. <laughs> he's Arizona's top teacher. He's the uh, superintendent of public instruction. And what we heard from his office, big, big announcement today. Huge. Massive. And so here was my guess. Okay. Okay. My guess was, you know, he has come out and he said, hey, we have to prioritize armed officers over school counselors. You know, is it a controversial decision? From what I understand, you got to pick one or the other. Yeah. They're both important, but they don't have all the money in the world. Would I like to have armed officers at every school? Yes. Would I like to have school counselors at every school? Absolutely. I don't know if we can do that here in Arizona, unfortunately, no. so now we have to pick. What we got is what we got. Okay. So his announcement today was he urged uh, schools to hire S- uh, SROs. Okay. So he, her- he urged them to, so this was the big announcement. That was it. This, he urged them to right. hire he SROs. Right. He didn't li- really offer how you're supposed to do that. Is there like a pool of money and a pool of people that are SROs just sitting uh, in a room waiting here, to be called? Here's right, like like a day labor, one of those places you go. It's like we'll take an SRO today. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> here's what I've got in terms of school counselors. The latest data shows Arizona having 651 students for every counselor. Okay, that is well. Worse than the recommended 250 to 1. Okay. All right. So we talked, you know, a couple of years ago to Ducey about that. They actually cut it. It was actually worse at one yeah, point. Yeah, so it was, wasn't it well in the seven or 800? Something right? like that. Yeah. So we recommend 250 to 1. We're 651 to 1. It's outrageously bad. All right. From what I also understand, we've got like 2,400 schools in Arizona. And we have 140 SROs or juvenile probation officers. Wow, that's not getting it done. Wow, that's bad. It's, uh, that is not getting it done. Yeah. There's no one to help kids out. No. There's no one for them to go and talk to. And if a crazy walks in, no one there to shoot the crazy. No. No. So listen, I, I, is it one of those things, too, where you're an SRO? I don't know. Like, Do you patrol a district? Where you might be in a district, you might have two elementary schools, two junior highs, and a high school. Uh, no, you got to have somebody in every school. That's what you would think. Well, we're really short with that. Really short. Uh, so there's there's a deadline of April 15th. It's not even a deadline. It's like uh, uh, schools 
can have until then to apply for the school safety grant program. I don't know, but but he didn't really talk about that today. It was just, I'm coming out here. I told you I had a big announcement, and what I'd like to say is, you really should have an SRO. It was a thanks a lot. I mean, because we thought we were going to get something, something. I thought we were, were going to get something, something. We, we called Tom Horn. We got nothing, nothing. He didn't even call us back. You want to leave a message for him? I think we should. Well, I think we should, too. Tom Horn is the superintendent of public construction. The only way we really know how to get a hold of him is uh, through that uh, teacher snitch line. Uh, give, me a, give me a line out. Let's leave Horn a, a message. Uh, let's try and be a little bit... Um, Non-juvenile? Yes. Okay. All right, here we go. Thank you for calling the Empower Hotline at the Arizona Department of Education. Please be advised that all calls are monitored. Hey, uh, uh, hey, Tom, it's your favorite juvenile delinquents here, uh, the Gators Chacho. Hello. Uh, I just want to say, uh, it was like five to seven minutes you owe me. You owe me a detention for five to seven minutes because I tried really hard to pay attention to your big announcement, and it went over like a fart in an elevator. Okay? I just, I want to let you know that. It was a... Tom, he even had popcorn. I did. Ready I did. to eat for this massive announcement that, as Huge. you as you so eloquently said, it was like a fart in <laughs> It was a major turd, if you will. It was. Okay. You ever turded the bed. Uh, Todd, uh, Tom, have a great day. See you later. All right. Uh, I think we encouraged him a little bit. We did. I think we also gave some uh, statistics of Arizona schools. Well, which, indeed. by the way, that's not Tom's fault that they only have a m- enough money for 140 or whatever. We have 2,000 plus schools. Uh, and we, again, there's, you got to make a decision. Mm. But I do want to know it's like, how do they go about applying to get, do you have to apply in a certain area? Is it? Well, he could have explained that today, but he well, just he said, well, I mean, he just hey, wanted I to say, hey. It's a good idea if you have an SRO around. Yeah, that that is all. Then he dropped the and, mic. And <laughs> he had to go for the afternoon nap. Oh, my all Lord. Right. Uh, hey, uh, wise man Steve Zinsmeister, did that dude call for the Suns tickets? What's his name? Jeremy Carrillo? Carrillo. Oh, Jeremy. You, you, they, Fail! You're a disaster. Shame. You got like two minutes, man. You got like two minutes to call. He's, you could have been a possible, a possible winner. You could have been somebody. You could have been somebody. Coming up next. Hey, did Arizona Republicans finally draw a line in the sand when it comes to conspiracy theories? Wait, the wise man is on the phone. The the, the phone is ringing in there, if you will. Pablo, does he have a winner? Uh, Nope. It's just someone complaining about us. Is it Tom Horn? No, it's not. Okay, we'll we'll come back and and reset next. Drive home with the Gatos and Chat Show. The hottest ticket in town. So, we've got the hottest uh, ticket in town. And we're registering people to possibly win Game 1 tickets, Suns, Clippers, Sunday. It's so hot, Jeremy failed. Jeremy Carrillo, uh, you blew it. You had uh, 10 minutes to call and you didn't. So, here's what we're going to do. You want a chance to go to the game? Call number 1-277-KTAR. Let's do it. All right. Um, there is one less bad politician in Arizona. We've got a lot on both sides. Ooh. But uh, there was one that got the uh, got the boot today. Got the boot. Uh, do you know what Liz Harris is? Uh, unemployed. She is. So we saw her earlier on the TV. She just picked up all of her stuff and like, yeah, gotta go. Yeah, they're like, listen, you need to clean your desk out now, and you need to go. Um, we'll tell you what she did. What she did is she brought some speaker. She invited a speaker uh, in February, and uh, she allowed this uh, speaker. To accuse Democrats and Republicans 
of accepting bribes from the Mexican drug cartel. Yeah. So she said Hobbs is on the take. She said Fontes was on the take. She said a bunch of Republicans and other Democrats are on the take. Uh, and I don't think that the Arizona House from the liked cartels, it. by the way, <laughs> right? So they had a hearing today, and they voted. What was it, forty-two to thirteen or something? Yeah. And they gave her the boot. Gone, uh, Audi. So let me tell you, like, because nobody knows who she is. I mean, honestly, if she if she were to scream in your ear, you know, at Fry's Marketplace, you wouldn't know who she is. But I'll tell you who she is. She is the one that said. That she would never vote on a single bill as long as she was there until we redid the 2022 election. Okay. Funny. The one that she won. The funny thing is, that's where she was elected. She wants to redo it all (laughs) over again. She does. And I'm thinking if if we did redo some of that, she probably wouldn't have won. Yeah. So I find that pretty, pretty funny. I don't know if she didn't vote on a single bill and kept her word. What I do know is she's gone. Here's another funny point. You ready for this? Watching her pick up remember, all of her uh, stuff today was hilarious. I know. I'm leaving. See you guys later. You remember Kelly Ward? I did. Uh, former uh, GOP chairwoman. Never won an election. Yeah. Never got anybody elected. Here's what she said. This is pretty good. Uh, exactly what kind of budget and bills do you think will pass through the Arizona legislature now that there is no longer a GOP majority? Tweeted Ward. Well, Kelly, you were so bad at your job, and now you're not in that job. You're out of it, and you're even worse. I think you would know that a Republican will be named to replace Harris. Does she know that? Apparently, she does not. Does she understand? She does not know that, that actually. Does she not no. understand the way that this works? No, she doesn't. That's why she was horrible. She's the worst thing to happen she to Arizona Republicans. Race she was in, and she couldn't help other no. people get over the, 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 now the finish line. She sees one of her favorites get booted. And she has no idea what the replacement, the way that they replace this woman is going to be. Here's how they're going to do it, genius. <laughs> they're going to be three Republicans. One of the three are going to be uh, moved, you know, uh, through and into Harris's spot um, when the Maricopa County Board will choose. So <laughs> Kelly Ward doesn't even know how that works. Hey, Chris Springer was our first caller when the awesome Sun Pack is in it for a chance to win tickets to game one. You could also do that and you have a chance, but uh, uh, your next chance tomorrow morning, Arizona's morning news. All right. Remember, remember those tickets though. Right, right. Just one ticket and you have to sit there facing the wall. Our tickets, yeah. you're in the building. You're in the building. Comfortable. Right. You get like a whole bunch of good stuff. Yeah. Or you get to go to the game. You just go to the game. <laughs> exactly. All right, coming up next, Becky Lynn's got the uh, 5 o'clock KTAR News expansion. I'm sure Becky Lynn's going to talk about Harris getting booted. I think so. By your own party, by the way. A 46 to 13 vote. I'm leaving. I'm getting out of here. you got to go home. Yeah. Skatos and Chad Show.